Good morning, True Life family. This is Pastor Aaron, leaving you a quick Sunday summary. You know, like I said in the past, I'll be doing these every Sunday. Just for people who couldn't make the church on Sunday, or were out of town, or um, you had work, or whatever. But it's just, um, it's meant to use to give you like kind of a 15 minutes, I mean, 10 to 15 minutes summary of what we taught on at church this Sunday. Just, in a, and I'll send it out. It'll hit you on Monday. I'm doing this right now before I go to church. And just to stir your hearts up, because, um, you know, what happens is that, you know, God has done a work in our hearts and our spirits, and the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. But what happens to most of us is that we forget consciously to remember Him. You know, some people I talk to during the week, I'll talk to a church today, and they'll say, "Yeah, during on Sunday, yeah, I'm great." Or maybe at my when I do my, you know, daily devotion, um, you know, I'll pray, I'll read, talk to God, pray in the Spirit, whatever your your devotion is to God. And you do that, and you get in your car, and you go, and you just totally, the rest of the day, you just kind of, you're stressed, you're worried, you're concerned, and um, you, we don't practice helping people practice staying in the presence of the Lord, and, and staying in the presence of the Lord isn't hard, it just comes to where you begin to acknowledge Him. Like the Bible says, acknowledge Him in all your ways. And he will direct your path. And so during the week, during the day, at work or wherever, at school or wherever you're at, you can begin to just take time, you know, five seconds here and there, and just, Lord, I acknowledge your presence. And just that alone will begin to grow into you where you'll find yourself always living in the presence of the Lord. It'll just become second nature to you. You just, you always know that you're in his presence. He's always in your presence. He, he says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. But what happens to us, we get so caught up into the physical world and what's going on around us and fitting in and, and all these natural things that begin to uh, <clears throat> cover up that his presence is with us always and ready to help us in every avenue of our life. But we forget to acknowledge that. And so today we're going to be talking about just that, acknowledging it. See, the gospel is very easy. You know, God wrote the, wrote the gospel for us. He wrote the Bible for us so that we could see how he thinks and what he wants. And then as we just acknowledge that, to go, yeah, Lord, I acknowledge that in my life. That simple word, acknowledge that, gives the Lord full access to your spirit, your soul, and your body. I acknowledge you, Jesus, as my healer. Jesus, I acknowledge you as my source. I acknowledge you as my grace. I acknowledge you, acknowledge you as my wisdom as I'm working on this project. Lord, I acknowledge you as I have to go deal with my boss or this new client. I acknowledge your presence, Lord. And as you do that, there's this heightened awareness of his presence. And then what happens is that he begins to move supernaturally through you and spiritually through you and begins to transform this situation for your good and for the good of the people that are around you. So it's really an awesome thing, but it comes down to acknowledging him. And it's easy to say it now while we're getting ready for church, but on Monday morning while you're in traffic and things are going or things aren't going well, sometimes it's easy to lose that. So the way we become better at this is that we just keep on talking about this and become, and we begin, we begin to practice it and it begins to grow in us. So that's what these summaries about, just to help you practice that. And so, you know, um, you know, the scripture that we've been holding to over these past couple weeks, um, 
is actually it's um, let me find it real quick it's Romans 8:28 and Romans 8:28 is a great scripture because it begins to talk to us about the goodness of God and it says all things work together for good and now I just stopped there I mean I've been chewing on this verse all summer long and just letting the Lord minister it to me and, and transform it and and bring it to my conscious mind I you know it's already in my heart now I want it in my conscious mind where I, when I look at every situation when I wake up in the morning my first thought that comes to me is this all things are working for my good today I woke up this morning and I have to say that you know I made some spice yesterday my stomach was connecting weird when I woke up and I went, and I could have sit there and went, oh, my gosh, why did I eat that? Uh, I knew it was too spicy. Jeez, oh, what a dummy I am. And I got to start doing better. I got to start thinking better. Well, instead of doing that, I went, well, what does God say? Because when I start beating up myself or putting myself down or putting other people down, you know what begins to happen? I begin to walk in sin consciousness. Now, that's interesting. Sin consciousness is when you see what's wrong in your life and in other people's lives and you judge yourself and you judge other people. That happens because you're living out of a sin consciousness. You have sin on your mind. Now, Jesus has delivered us from that. He's given us the mind of Christ. And because we have the mind of Christ, <clears throat> we can have a righteousness consciousness where we see what's right. And so when I got into the situation you know, this morning, when I woke up, my stomach was kind of acting weird. And I was like, oh, and I was thinking oh, I shouldn't have done that. I had to beat myself up. I had to stop and go, no, that's sin consciousness coming in. And if I let that sin consciousness stay there, it'll just beat up on me all day long. And then, it'll, then when I see, if I see what's wrong with me, then the next thing I'll do is see what's wrong with somebody else. And I'll begin to complain about them and their situation. Maybe it's somebody on the road. Maybe it's somebody in the congregation. Maybe it's somebody at work. And next thing you know, I begin to spread that sin in consciousness. And so I had to stop. And I had to remember what Romans 8, 28 said. And it said, all things work together for good. All things are working together. So when I got up this morning and my stomach was hurting, I went, no, no. This is turning for my good. All things are working for my good. See, I became righteousness consciousness. I began to say what God says. And that's the biggest thing that we struggle with, everyone fights with, is being conscious, aware of what God said. And he tells the Philippians 4, 8, 9, he says, he tells us to think on a good report, have a good report, think on things that are lovely. He tells us that because you say and you think on things that are lovely, it'll begin to add to your day and it'll begin to transform the people that are around you. But I understand that in this world, we've been trained to be sin conscious. If you turn on the news, this news is all about sin consciousness, politics, sin consciousness, sports, sin consciousness, you know, The Bachelorette, um, all these shows are on there. They're always dealing with sin consciousness. Someone doesn't measure up. Someone's not good enough. You know, you can watch that show. I was watching the show American Ninja. What happens? If he doesn't or he or she doesn't make through the whole course, what? They failed. Oh, what is failure? Sin consciousness. 
And so it's packed in and it's and it's in every area of life. So will it does. Does it make it harder sometimes to stay in a righteousness consciousness? Yes, it does. But because you have the Holy Spirit within you and because the Holy Spirit has taken over and now is alive and working and operating in your life. And now, because you have the mind of Christ, you are the temple of God and you're one spirit with the Lord. As you begin to just acknowledge those truths about you, what happens is that God begins to take over your life. And he begins to make it easier and easier because God is a righteousness consciousness. And his consciousness begins to take you over. See, it's very simple. The gospel's not hard. Like I said earlier, when you begin to acknowledge what is true about you, what's true about you is what God has said about you. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So that means that you have a righteous consciousness. You see what's right. Well, Pastor, and I never see what's right. I'm kind of a negative person and I've been depressed. Yeah, I get that. But when you begin to acknowledge, the Bible says, acknowledge him in all his ways, in all your ways, and he will direct your paths. As you just acknowledge him, it doesn't mean you have to know everything about the Bible. You know, if you do, if you know a lot of stuff, that's great. But the main thing is this. Will you acknowledge him as Lord? Will you acknowledge him Lord of your day? Will you now acknowledge him as Lord of your Sunday? When you go to church, Lord, I acknowledge you. And you're going to teach me some amazing things today. Lord, I acknowledge you. Because I acknowledge you, I'm going to love my neighbors in church. And I'm going to love the people in our congregation. I'm going to love my family, Lord. Because I acknowledge you. And as I acknowledge you, I acknowledge your love, your grace, your mercy, your abundance in my life. But it's real simple. Just you begin to acknowledge him. You're going to have to start acknowledging by faith. You might not have any feelings that match it. It might seem awkward. It might seem weird. It might seem like you're just saying it and you're faking it. But as you begin to just acknowledge God, that acknowledgement begins to grow and it begins to take over your life. And like yesterday, it saved me from a really bad accident. I'll tell this last story and then I'll be done. Um, with this message because I'm a little bit over 10 minutes. But I was driving home from work yesterday and I had stopped and grabbed some food to eat at this Chinese restaurant. And I was coming home and I was driving and there's a guy who was driving in front of me. He was driving really, really slow. And I just went, okay. Well, well then when uh, um, there was only one lane, but then it turned into two lanes, I just moved around him, you know, didn't get mad at him. Just know he's just driving slow. It's Saturday. It's like enjoy. He's enjoying his drive. And so I just went around them, and I wasn't speeding or anything. Well, I'm driving. I was going past um, a department store. Um, and all of a sudden, like, one car turned. And I was going, you know, speed limit. And all of a sudden, another car. And I could tell the, the person, when they looked, they didn't see me. And they just turned right in front of me. And... And it's so funny because when I was driving, it's so funny how God had me prepared. I was saying, Lord, I thank you that your grace is sufficient. I acknowledge that your grace is sufficient for me. As soon as I said that, this person turned right in front of me. I slammed on my brakes so hard. My food in my, in my bag flew into the front seat onto the floor. And I thought, I okay, I'm going to smash into this car and it's going to wreck my entire, it was going to I mean, I knew my car was going to be demolished. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I just, it's kind of like I had prepared for the hit. 
And I just stopped just, in, I mean, it was like inches away from hitting the side of her her minivan. And it's sad because I'm going, she probably had, she could have, she had kids in that minivan and she just, you know, took off. Just didn't even see me just until the last minute and stopped. And I thought, man, God's a grace had saved me. See, just having him on my mind saved me and that person. You know, the interesting thing about that happened, I wasn't mad at the person. I wasn't mad. Sometimes it happens. You get so mad and you start yelling, I idiot and all this. But I just, I didn't. And I had compassion for her because I knew. I said, you know what happens? When we don't acknowledge God and we don't, we don't become conscious of him, we just get caught up in our own selfish world. And it's all about where I have to go, what I have to do. And because of that, we don't see clearly and we make mistakes. And because she was so preoccupied, I know she probably had a lot to do on Saturday, you know. She's a mom. She's probably got kids. Okay, I have to go to the store. I got to buy this food. I got to do laundry. I got to make stuff for lunches. I got to cook dinner. I mean, you know, women have them really tough. And a lot of, a lot of responsibility. And I can see that that was on her mind, and she didn't see me, but God's grace was sufficient for both of us. And so even when I think about her today, I pray for her today that she would experience God's grace. Because, you know, it's one thing to be, you know, because I could have went into sin consciousness and, you know, talked how bad she was and how stupid she was and all this stuff. And I went, no, I am righteousness conscious because that's the way the Lord made me. And the Lord gave us an opportunity. He said he brought that remembrance to my mind and it it stopped me and protected my life or protected her life protected the people around us because it could have been a mate because there's a lot of people going to turn it could have turned into a bad accident but see God's grace was sufficient and it all started by me acknowledging him and so today I might encourage you acknowledge the Lord trust me in this begin to acknowledge him in all your ways don't get frustrated by what life throws at you remember Romans 8 28 says and that's a scripture that we've been standing on it's in all things work together for your good if you just take that part of the scripture, because we're going to go into that whole scripture and then verse 29 and 30 and 31 and to the end of the chapter, where it's going to probably take us all year to get through that. But I just want to encourage you, all things are working together for your good. So begin to acknowledge that. And not just through your day, all things are working together. Something in your family is not right. All things are working. God made this day so that all things can work together for your good. So begin to enjoy it. And you guys have a great day, have a great week, and I'll be sending you another update next week. God bless you. Love you. Bye.